Hey, this is Bashir from Nersal and you're listening to Level 3 Studios Podcast. Hey everybody, Eric Schultek. Welcome to the Level 3 Studios Podcast. Uh, it's been a little while since we've had an episode. Um, you know, a lot of stuff going on this year. It's been crazy between COVID and um, protests and riots and um, online schooling is starting uh, up again. Um, for those of you with kids, my kids have just started that today. So been a little, uh, been a little nuts. Um, but uh, as you know, this show, we uh, focus, um, you know, on music production and uh, musicians, um, anywhere from drummers, guitar players, audio engineers, producers, um, etc., um, this episode is the first where I wanted to reach out to this guy um, I hadn't uh, even met before. Uh, his name is Bashir Ramadan. He's in Beirut, Lebanon. And if you remember about five weeks ago, there was that horrific blast in that warehouse down by the bay. Took out multiple city blocks, just a unreal explosion. Um, killed and hurt so many people. Um, you know, I didn't know him, but several of my friends who have toured over there do Bashir's, uh, you know, he plays in some, uh, he's an amazing drummer and he plays in bands like nerve cell, uh, inner guilt, um, the weeping willow. Um, you know, I don't really know anything about what it's like over there. And, you know, particularly when this thing happened, I just felt like, you know, reaching out, he was severely injured. Um, he's lucky to be alive, frankly. He worked like 500 meters away from the plant. So, I mean, his, his company just that he was working at completely just rubble, you know. Um, you'll see some pictures. I'll post them, uh, um, I'll post them in the show notes uh, as well. But anyway, just horrific, just devastating. Um, he, you know, he's, he's lucky to be alive. Went through a lot in the last five weeks. He's also a drum instructor too, and he's you know had some issues with his right hand, which he's currently rehabilitating. But uh, I decided to, to give it a shot. You know, I reached out to him, um, not knowing what to expect. You know, would he be interested in one and talk to us? Uh, um, was he even able to? Was he healthy enough to do that? Well, luckily he was. Um, he's doing great, by the way. Um, I can't believe how great he's doing, considering this just happened about five weeks ago. But uh, he's got a great story, and I wanted to learn a little bit about uh, the music scene over there in the Middle East and, uh, you know, hear the tale of, you know, what happened, like what he remembers, what went down. Um, you know, you just, when you hear a story like that, you can't help but just kind of put yourself in, in that situation, kind of wonder, you know, what you, what you do. So, but anyway, he's, he's so humble, just a kind human being. Um, I wish him the best on his recovery. Uh, no doubt he's going to come out uh, even better on the back end. And uh, I'd like you to hear his story and uh, check out a couple of his tunes. We're going to play three, three songs from three different bands uh, that he's involved with. Very talented guy. Um, so with that, we're going to head all the way from Madison, Wisconsin to Beirut, Lebanon and uh, talk with our buddy Bashir Ramadan. Hey everybody, it's Eric Schultek again. Welcome to the Level 3 Studios podcast. Um, have a great guest with me today, Bashir Ramadan, all the way from Beirut, Lebanon. What is up, buddy? Hey, <laughs> hey, Eric, how are you? I'm so glad to, to chat. It's awesome. If uh, I'm sure you've been watching the news, and uh, about a month ago, um, you know, there was this huge explosion that went down in beirut and uh bashir was right in the middle of all that stuff and he's got an amazing story so um i hadn't met him before but uh we have some mutual friends being that we're we're musicians so you know we're all family right it's such a small world <laughs> that's right so but anyway i wanted i reached out to him and got to know him um over the last couple of weeks and uh, he's got a really great story so we're going to talk about his bands, thank God, he's doing he's doing well. Uh, could have gone the other way, that's for sure. But uh, tell me what's been going on, man. How was how was your weekend? How was everything? Uh, thankfully, everything is falling back into place. I mean, I couldn't be 
I couldn't be more thankful because everything could have gone so wrong in such a different way. Um, it's it's been quite 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 a quite a journey after it, and it's it's like we're into it one we're one one month and one week into it so so far, and uh, I'm really really you know thank God just everything is just working out you know, much better, much, much better. And I actually started physiotherapy for my hand yesterday, uh, for my finger. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and everything just feels much better. And actually just quite like a few, few hours ago, I was, uh, I got back early from work and I was trying to play drums again. Good. Uh, and, and everything's slowly getting back, back to normal. So you must have felt so, inspired by the uh, the therapy the first day of therapy then if you went right on the kit. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely. And it actually it actually was was painful because um uh, I have my, uh, my nerve was all torn and and my index finger and the tendon was all messed up. So right. uh so the the chiropractor was just you know trying to trying to make it move and trying to you know, pump some life into it, so to speak. So yeah, that was a bit painful, but it actually feels better today. It feels like slowly, you know, everything's going to need time. But sure, that's good. It news just though. feels it just feels better. Yeah, that's that's. I'm I'm really really thankful that this is happening. You know, and and such a small amount of time. Um. So Bashir is an established uh, drummer, an awesome drummer. Uh, I mentioned he lives in Thank Beirut. You. Um, so we're going to listen to some of his music, uh, as we go through this podcast. Um, but, uh, some of the projects he's been involved with, um, you know, inner guilt, nerve cell, the weeping willow, uh, and I'm sure I'm leaving out some others. It's, these are, these are basically, you know, uh, the, the main, the main bands that, uh, that I play for, I mean, uh, Nerve Cell, I've been with Nerve Cell for the past uh, three years, since uh, 2017, and uh, Inner Guilt as well. Uh, the Weeping Willow was my past band, and the band, uh, uh, dis- we disbanded. And um, we played our last show two years ago, actually, in 2018. Okay. And... And and that was it for the Weeping Willow. We, I've spent a good uh, seven or eight years with the Weeping Willow, and that was quite uh, was quite uh, big for me because Weeping Willow was a band that I grew up watching here in Beirut. So uh, just having to uh, get the opportunity to play with them and to make an album with them was just really inspiring and really really uh, it was a really nice experience. That's all. I mean, yeah, I definitely can't wait to to learn more and hear about the music scene um, over there and um, and all the stuff you're part of. Plus, you also, um, you know, we're teaching drums right at the school yes. as well. So, I'm, I'm teaching basically. It's an uh, I'm teaching online. So it's, uh, right. right right now, everything's quite online, and um, it's it's quite crazy because the school is in, is based in Qatar. It's, uh, and I'm teaching through them and I'm all the way here in Beirut and oh, we're just doing it. We're just doing it through zoom. And, you know, I got, uh, two angles on here. On my e uh, yeah, that's just, great. You know, this is, it's just, it's analysis, um, command kit and it's, it's quite compact. It's quite small, but it does the job re- pretty well for, uh, for an e kit and, yep. Uh, I got I got it hooked up to the computer as um, through Easy Drummer, so I can uh, trigger some sounds. Cool. All right. Um, it just makes life uh, so easy. Well, it's nice to well, have something. Yeah. It's nice to have something too at your place with uh, with COVID and everything being shut down anyway. Um, let alone you know the accident and True. everything that happened over there. So you can still you know walk in walk into your room and play. Exactly. Uh, for now, I'm just trying to get back into playing. Uh, I, I'm still like, since since the accident happened, the the, the thing happened. Um, I've been just uh, taking some time off, 
uh, trying to get back, uh, you know, at a hundred percent, basically. Uh, I know for for sure if I'm at seventy percent capacity, then for sure I will be restarting uh, doing the lessons. But till now, I just want to take the time and and uh, you know try to get back at full capacity. Amen, man. We all hope the same for that. So. Um, do you mind if we talk um, a little bit um, about sure. what happened? And uh, I mean, obviously, when I first saw the footage, I didn't know what to think. I mean, it, the explosion was so massive when I saw it on the news that it looked like a like a nuclear bomb, like this huge cloud, and that dome, like that shock wave, you could visibly yeah, see. Yeah, the mushroom. Yeah, it's like a mushroom. Yeah, the the, the with the you know, the shape that, that it took. Right. Yeah. So, well, I was going to say that you, I mean, considering this happened five weeks ago, I mean, you look, mm-hmm. you look so healthy, um, that you would never really know <laughs> the terrible stuff you went through just that, I, that short yeah. ago. Cause you worked, how close were you from the blast that you were telling me? Like, uh, we were, we were actually Eric 800 meters away. Wow. It, my work, my office basically is just, um, you, you can see the port. You can see the harbor. And um, basically, it started off as like a, we, we, uh, something was on fire, like a hangar was on fire. And we could see like the white smoke coming out of that hangar. And we were all basically like, okay, it's, it's just a fire. They're going to put it out in, you know, probably a few minutes or so. And... Actually, like uh, one of my colleagues was just filming for for some reason, just you know. Yeah, because you're like, what's going on? Like, yeah, what's going on exactly? Um, and and a few we heard a small explosion, which happened uh, like a couple of seconds before the big one came in. Um, we heard a small explosion, and everyone was like, "What is what? What happened? What was that? What was that?" There was like. Um, it was just um, surprising. And while we were in that state of shock, everything just, we saw like sparkles just coming out of the same place that was burning. And then, uh, you know, the, the big the big bang. Right. So it was like a fire, like right on the port, right on the water, right? Right on the, right on the thing. I mean, right on the, that was, that was burning. Just bef- after that, that first explosion, we could see that some sparks are in the air, like something, it's like small fireworks. Right, right. You know, just boom, everything just just uh, shattered glass, shattered uh, steel. Uh, concrete walls were like this, even destroyed. It's just massive. Oh, it's just and, uh, and I'm, unbelievable. I'm honestly, I honestly can't see, like I'm trying not to see videos of, of that explosion. It's just... Uh, you know, it's traumatizing to just look at them again. Yeah, I mean, God, how many uh, how many square blocks of buildings are just completely rubble? Um, you know, after that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but uh, there were actually uh, there was a Chilean team uh, that was that that's in Beirut, and because there was a lot of teams from all over the world that came to. Uh, to help out and to and to uh, assess the damage and right. see what's under the rubble and 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 all that and for the past four or five days uh, the Chilean team actually uh, you know they they thought there was someone there was someone that's uh, still under the rubble after a, a whole month. Oh so, God! Uh, yeah, and and they you know. It, at the end of the day, they didn't find anything because um, it was like a machine machine malfunction. I don't know what's. They have like some special machines that uh, to search for like you know that yeah. to, exactly for to search for like bodies or something. Um, so you know it, it was it was it's just sad that to, to see all this happening to see the city. That I grew up in, all destroyed and all shattered. That's just that's so sad. So when it happened so suddenly, I mean, what's the next thing you remember? I mean, that blast, and then then what? Like, uh, I just 
I remember I remember the first moments when we were trying to uh you know trying to uh, rationalize what happened you know sure and w- which and thankfully we did and we rationalized and we said okay uh, we need to get to a freaking hospital because we're all like I'm all bloodied up I don't know what happened my face like I could feel my face burning but I don't know what exactly happened to my face right right and I could just I could just see my finger was all torn up but I did not know what was happening to my face I could just see blood you know yeah, uh, blood on my t-shirt as well it's just crazy and uh, we started walking and walking and walking and uh, just trying to look for a red cross or an ambulance that was uh, that was there basically and people your your co-workers and stuff were you know uh, in, yeah we in, were all we were all but you're still banged up in bad shape and then you're seeing all these people who are worse off right than you guys exactly and and say Eric let to say that outside there was a freaking war zone right. everyone was in blood everyone was bloody the whole you know the whole areas there's uh, concrete everywhere there's glass everywhere people are are uh, shouting they didn't they don't know what the hell just happened um and it's all understandable because hey this this is just wow the, the, it's crazy it's huge what happened so yeah, one ne- you know, one minute you're working, and then the next minute you're walking through a war zone, and people are bloodied up, exactly. dying, and and you were telling me with all the rubble in the street too, like there was no way for ambulances and stuff, right, to get in there. So that's why everyone was kind of trying to walk towards the nearest hospital. We were just walking, and there was cars because uh, uh, the street Marm Khail, where I work, it's it's a two way it's a two way street, so there's cars going that way and cars going that way and there was a lot of traffic and all these cars couldn't do anything because because of the of the craziness of the moment you know so we i started just walking and walking walking towards uh the other way and and i got almost to the end of the street where there was some hope of like you know cars trying to and luckily one one person i don't i really don't know who he is and he's just some he's like Pop in. I'll 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 take you to to Jaita, which, which is the nearest hospital. Wow! And 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 God bless him, man. He, yeah, right. He did. I, I don't know. I don't even know who he is. Uh, he just took me to to the hospital, and uh, once we got to the first hospital, it was like another war zone because people were on the people were on the floor. Um, you know, everyone's all bloodied up. Everyone's all bloodshot, and uh, you know, the, even the doctors and the nurses, everyone's in shock because they've never been through something as uh, as big as this. Right. And they already have the COVID, the COVID thing on their hands. So, so the hospital's already probably full from COVID patients, right? And then, and then you have this rush then, of oh man, and, exactly, and. The first hospital, I couldn't do anything there because there were so many people. And luckily, my phone was still working, so uh, I, I could have I could call my dad. And uh, you know, they were uh, they were lucky; they survived it. They were just getting groceries for the house and an area which was a little bit far away. Um, so I just waited for them and. Once they came, they obviously came walking because there's no Nowhere. way yeah. to get in Jeez. to get in by car. Yeah. Um, so once they took me, they we tried to also uh, find someone who can take us to the second hospital, which is um, you know ten to fifteen minutes away from the first one. So luckily we did, and I was lucky to get in to be admitted in that second hospital. Um, and then, you know, it took me four days in the hospital, uh, three operations firstly, and then, and I did the fir- the fourth operation after two weeks, another one, which right. is, the, which was the last one. Were you in there the whole time or did they release you and then did you go back or were you in yeah, there? They, they actually, All no, right. no, I, I was in the hospital for four days, the, the okay. first time. 
and then they released me and then I went back in uh, and just I got out the same day because it was um, you know they did the operation it was uh, general general anesthesia but uh, you know it, they, it was something that they, it took them like an hour an hour and a half and then they said okay uh, we I can relax in the hospital for a couple of hours and then I can go back home there's no need to stay um, so your finger, your 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 hand and your finger was messed up, right? And then your your face and your eye. So are you start well, exactly, yeah. So um, basically, I had I had glass uh, on my forehead. I had glass uh, under my eye, huh. and I had um, you know fractures in the skull right below my eye. My eye was not sitting in the in the correct place. It was uh, sitting a bit lower than it should be. So um, they had to operate on that and they had to seal the fractures wow. in order f in order for the eye to, um, you know, to be on the correct yeah. level, so to speak. Wow. Um, so th that was, that was uh, the second thing they did. Uh, I had a huge piece of glass under, under my beard <laughs> over here on my neck. And they they removed that. Oh, God. Um, and 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 my finger was the last thing they operated on because uh, on that first day they you know they had so much on their plate they That's just right. said hey we just saved your eye and we just saved your neck so you know that can wait for one more day. Man, I can't believe how close that was to I mean to losing the eye. I mean. Wow, it's 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 crazy. I could I could I could share with you some pictures. Just on that same day, actually, uh, my dad just snapped it. Just okay. I, I don't know why he just snapped that picture. You know, uh, we were going to that second hospital, and it was just like uh, that. Just he said, "Okay, you know, this is." I, I he just snapped it out of nowhere. Wow, and so your eye, your your vision is fine. Your with the with your right eye, everything's fine. Yeah, thankfully everything is fine. It's getting much better. Uh, I have a new, you know, pair of glasses because the old ones got shattered. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> well, if that's if that's all you got to worry about is getting used to a new pair of glasses. Uh, exactly. Exactly. It's just it still feels weird. Um, I'm 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 still not driving because it's not it's not safe for me to drive. Uh, so I'm just I'm just waiting, like you know. If time is all it takes, then, you know, so be it. Well, you know, you're obviously a very strong dude, and I, I, I have you. no doubt you'll get back to it. Um, you know, Thank it's always you. scary to hear when a drummer has a problem with his hand, but you know what? You're going to figure it out, and you're going to be better than ever. We were joking about you'll probably come up with some new technique, you know, you know what? and can, become I faster can. than ever. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Eric? I can, I was like, I'm trying. Like I don't know if you could, I don't know if you could see this, but I don't know if the lighting is correct. But hey, I was just trying, like, just trying to like, because my fingers like that. I can't, I can't bend my finger or okay, something. I, I can just do, I can just do this. You know, this. Yeah. This is all I could do. Wow. So if I'm holding the stick, it's just like this all the time. So I'm, I'm just trying to like. Do like the, you know, the, I mean, not bad. It's not bad. You know, it's, it's just it's not bad just, at all. I'm just holding the, the, the stick in a totally different, weird way, you know, and I can, I'm, I'm just trying like, I love it, man. Good for you. You know, I'm I'm just I'm just trying, and it's just weird to have the stick and and that way all the time. Yeah, well, you know what? Go look at uh, go look at some Dave Weckl videos, and you know he'll he'll explain that that middle finger fulcrum, and you've already kind of got it dialed in. So, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do that. I mean, anything that will try to help me out in playing, I'm, yeah, I'm just I'm um, I'm all for it. I'm all for it right now. So I have a I have a quick surprise for you. Oh, awesome. Sure. Um, I love surprises. Good. <laughs> a couple people wanted to say hi to you. Give no me, way. Give me a second and let me uh, let me pull this up here. Mm 
And I'm just going to hold it up to the screen so you can see. But... Bashir, how are you, my brother? Hope all is well. Hope your recovery is going quickly. I'm sure you're doing great because you're rock solid. And uh, just wanted to send my love to you, man. Um, please give hugs and kisses to all my Lebanese brothers and sisters. And uh, I hope to see you soon, man. We'll have a beer or two. <laughs> or more. Later. <laughs> Well, that's hey awesome. buddy, this is George uh, from my studio in Athens, Greece. I'm in between lessons right now and uh, Eric told me that uh, you have a meeting tomorrow. So I just wanted to send you my wishes to uh, get like 100% well. I know you're a great drummer and I know uh, you guys suffered a lot of uh, not fair things like what happened there. And uh, it was terrible. I also had some uh, students from Beirut which... Uh, we pose a little bit for now. So I send you my best wishes. I hope things will get better. And uh, I hope to meet you one day. Uh, I would love to visit uh, Beirut and, uh, you know, have a beer with you. So all the best. There you go, buddy. Well, uh, uh, this is mind-blowing. This is mind-blowing. I mean, Derek and Derek Roddy and George Kolias. I mean, two... Two of my all-time favorite, you know, the drumming heroes of all time. Wow, this is, honestly, this is mind-blowing. Thank you. You Thank got you it, so man. so much for, for just, you know, this means the world to me. And just, you know, uh, them to just send out these, uh, taking the time and doing the videos and sending me out the wishes, that's just mind-blowing. And honestly, uh you know, this this really, really means the world to me, and I truly appreciate it. Don't make me cry, Bashir. And, 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 no, <laughs> and you know what? Since since Derek and George are saying they want to have a beer, you know what? I might as well just have one right now. You know, so cheers, Eric. Cheers, Derek. And cheers to George. So Hell yeah, brother. Guys. Salute. Well, you know, I just wanted you to feel a little bit inspired and... This is so um, inspiring on so many levels. Eric. And, uh, Thank you, so you know, much. hope to heal, you know, speed up the healing process and, um, and just to know that, you know, look, I mean, with that, with all the negativity in the world right now and all this stuff going on, just to have a unifying sort of kinship among musicians, you know, taking the time out to just say hello and, uh, and they genuinely care. So, I'll send you Honestly, the video. You'll have the video. I'll send it after we're done with the interview so you can hang on. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be grateful. Honestly, this is really heartwarming. It's just heartwarming to, to, uh, to just have, have, the, to have my drumming heroes just you know, telling me, hey, you know, you're going to get through this. It's, it's just beautiful. And I'm really thankful. In all honesty. From the Hell yeah, man. All right. All right. Cheers, man. Yeah. Thank you. You got it, buddy. Um, well, let's talk about some music. Let's talk yes, about. Let's talk uh, we're going to spin. Music. We're going to spin three songs from you today on the show. Uh, the first okay. one. The first one uh, you want to do uh, is the Inner Guilt song. Do you want? Sure. You want to set that up? Tell me a little bit about. Um, tell me a little bit about it. Like, where'd you record it? Um, who's in the band? Okay. Whatever. Okay, so um, this is uh, the song that I've sent as a new deception. As it's uh, you know. It's from the album Slanderous Society, okay, and it was uh, released in 2011. And back then, uh, I was still not in the band back then. I joined Inner Guilt in 2017, and they had this, uh, so they had this already recorded. And um, it was recorded in, in, in Beirut, basically, and mastered in Beirut, and it was... Uh, you know, once once this came out, I remember just listening to this, and I'm like, "Wow, this is this is just you know, I would love to 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 play this, and I would love to to collaborate with Energuild." Um, and 2017, the the time the time came, and um, actually actually a story is that the first show that I played. Um, in 2017, I, it was my first time with Nerf Cell and one, and my first time with Energuilt as well. Okay. Because yeah, because because we played 
um, Nurcell and Energilt were on the same bill uh, in Beirut Metal Fest 2017. So, um, having that said, having to play the first show with two bands that I always wanted to collaborate with uh, was just nerve. It was nerve wracking first for me because um, I had to learn, you know, I mean, for the nerve the whole catalog. Set, yeah, the whole. Yeah, the, the nerve cell set. I had to learn exactly. You know, we had exactly one day of practice together uh, before before the show, um, and that was my first time with Energilt and Nerve Cell. And then, uh, you know, three years, four years onwards, I'm I'm still with both bands. And you know, Nerve Cell, I got the chance to to basically tour the world with them. We played India, we played Europe. We played Dubai. Um, you know, Nerf Cell is like, a, you know, it's also both these bands are second family to me because sure. we're we're just so close and we're all so tight together. And it's literally like we're in we're in each other's minds um, simply because we we know each other so well. And everyone's on the on the same vibe and same level, so. Um, Inner Guilt, you know, this, this song, A New Deception, is one of my favorites and it has a, a Morbid Angel yeah. era, Morbid Angel era kind of, um, you know, groove. And uh, and at the end, there's like a dying fetus kind of slam, <laughs> you know, slam um, vibe to it. And uh, it's, it's one of my favorite songs to play in Inner Guilt. Awesome, man. Well, let's, uh, let's kick it off. Uh, this sure. this is inner guilt, a new deception. Oh, 
All right, man. Killer song. Inner Guilt, A New Deception. That was badass. I can see why it's one of your favorites to play, man. A groovy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love it. I love it. Well, you'll be back to playing stuff like that in no time, I'm sure. So, Hopefully. I mean, with all the stuff that you went through, you know, the last couple of, uh, well, almost two months, um, you were telling me a little bit about like the streets and I was kind of interested about like what is going on in the city because there's no one cleaning it up. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, just p but besides people that live there. Right. Well, so Eric, Eric, you know, the, the, the sad thing, the sad, the sad um, issue is that the government doesn't really, uh, they don't care. It's like once, once this thing happened, automatically the second day onwards, it's we, the people, that we were cleaning the streets up and taking all the shattered glass out, trying to, um, you know, trying to help out other people in need because uh, around 300, I'm, I'm not sure if the, the numbers are correct from my side. Yeah. I can look that up more, but almost 300,000 people lost their homes. and wow. And... Uh, you know their their homes were shattered and and three hundred thousand. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's just I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna look up the numbers again just so I can be accurate with the numbers. But so much people lost their houses and it's unreal. Uh, and you know it was also the people giving out to the people in need because uh, no one else was doing anything. But in parallel. There's a lot of NGOs that that were that were helping out. There was a lot of people, a lot of teams that came in from all over the world, uh, from Chile, from Greece, from the U.S., from France. Um, uh, I know I'm missing a couple, but but there's so many teams that came in, and you know, thankfully they they did like uh, they sent they were giving out care packages like uh, people that were in need of food, people that were in need of like uh, hygiene products, because at the same time, Eric, here, it's, um, there's also an economic crisis happening. So right. people, people, you know, people can't afford a lot of things anymore. So, and then on top uh, of that, this, Jeez. exactly, exactly. It's just, it's such a sad year and such a bad year so far. In terms of every every single aspect, you know. Yeah, uh, same same is over here too. You know, it's not not to say that you know just because twenty twenty one's coming around that it's gonna be better, but you know, yeah. it's just, it's it seemed like one thing every month this entire year. Exactly, <laughs> like exactly. one thing after another. One thing after another, and and one thing it's uh, you know worse worser than the other. You know, it's yeah. like level level one, level two, level That's three. That's right. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, well, it could it can only get better, right? <laughs> it can only get better. <laughs> exactly. I, I I hope so. I just sure hope so. Well, I'm so happy to actually see you, you know, practicing and playing drums just Thank after you. five Thank weeks just... of this this blast. I'm gonna try to drop some footage of that that thing into this video just because uh, it's just just such a crazy crazy thing to, to see you know and that candid footage you sent me some pictures of your car yeah yeah I, i've sent you the pictures of the car it's completely <laughs> you know the 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 insurance guy came in like two weeks ago and <laughs> my, my car my car is um i'm, I'm paying it uh, it's loaned for the bank and yeah yeah I pay, it, I pay i pay it in installments basically to the bank yep um so the insurance guy came in and he took pictures and he made a report and he said, okay, your car is completely destroyed. Uh, we're going we're gonna to send that to the bank so you can, you know, stop paying because it doesn't make sense. Right. Um, and I'm, I'm like, yeah, and just imagine me paying. Imagine me paying or anyone paying basically for their wrecked car or their wrecked home, for example. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure those insurance guys were were pretty Sorry. busy. I said, I'm sure those insurance guys have been pretty exactly. busy. <laughs> exactly. 
Good. They can work. They can work once, uh, one day out of the year, I guess. (laughs) Exactly. I find it funny though that he showed up after the explosion and he's taking pictures. It's like, look around. Look around. Exactly. (laughs) Like you know, it's just like you know. I know. He's got to do it. Yeah, like you want to document this? Fine. Let's do that. Let's just get it over with. But man, yeah, it's it's uh, the damage was just so. It's so catastrophic 300,000 people without a place to you know without shelter that's that's no joke it's horrific horrific yeah. um but uh well let's talk about some more metal you want to yeah let's, let's do that let's talk about nerve cell a little bit can you fill me in on i know that's uh you kind of gave us a little bit of background previously but uh um there was yeah, a little sure. bit of collaboration with uh, carl in this as well uh, yeah, well, actually, on the song Shunk, uh, Carl Sanders is doing guest vocals, and Shunk was off the album Psychogenocide, and it was, it's actually the second uh, full-length album that Nerve Cell put out. Right on. It's, um, it's Dave Haley. Dave Haley is playing drums on this, initially, and uh, in the video that you see, it's Louis Rando, drummer from us, oh. a great drummer. He's... Uh, one of my biggest inspirations as well because I've I've watched Lewis play so many times live and uh, you know just looking at him from next being next to him next to the kit and just watching him play uh, it's just mind blowing because he's he has this energy while playing drums it's just and he, he you know he tends to you know throw it all off and just uh, goes for it yeah it's it goes for it it's just uh, really inspiring to to watch him play, and uh, actually, how we met. I've, I've, I know I know uh, Barney and Rami and James and Nerve Cell since uh, two thousand seven because I used to live in Dubai, and um, that's where they're based. I take okay, yeah. Yes, 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 exactly. And uh, we, we started collaborating in 2017, which was the first time I played with Nerve Cell for uh, Beirut Metal Fest. Uh, it was for that one festival. Cool, yeah. Um, and uh, ever since we, you know, it, it just, uh, uh, it built and it grew and we toured together and it's been three years and, you know, it's, it's honestly... Um, you know, it's it's a it's just feels like a band of brothers because, uh, you know, we're all we're all there for each other and we we're all literally uh, in the same mindset. You know, we're all in there in it for the same passion and for the same goal. That's great. It keeps you into it. You know, everyone, true, true that. Awesome. It's it's just refreshing because, um, you know, being on tour with Nerve Cell, it's really. Um, for me, it's quite comforting because I know that you know my bandmates. Uh, I can I can rely on and I can uh, be um, you know comfortable with them and tours because you know and tours uh, personal space is really important. <laughs> um, exactly, you know, it's 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 these things that that count and and you know and nerve cell everything is just you know. Uh, uh, you know, organized, and that's it. Really makes uh, life, you know, better when it comes to touring and everything. Awesome, man! Couldn't have said it any better myself. Why don't you? Uh, awesome. Why don't you kick off the uh, the intro to this next song for me? Okay, or- sure. So uh, we're gonna be playing Shunk, and it's from the album Psycho Genocide, and it features Carl Sanders from Nile. And I hope you enjoy it. Right. Enjoy the groove. Nerve cell. <laughs>
I I didn't know that Carl was in ner- or had done work with Nerve Cell until I saw the video, and then I saw him up there like screaming on the top of the rocks and whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's a pretty cool video, and you mentioned uh, that Dave Haley played on the the album version. Yes. I, I've he actually played. Yeah, sorry. he's sick. I love. I love. Actually, I, him and his brother. I mean, they're both monsters. Um, you know, Psychoptic's one of my favorites. Incredible. Yeah. Same. Same here. Same here. And uh, he's such an inspiration because um, uh, what he played on the Nursel uh, albums. He did the first two albums. He did uh, Preaching Venom, which okay. was the first the first full length Nursel album. And psychogenocide, and uh, it was just uh, you know I, I just love what he does, uh, all of the grooves, all the blasts. Uh, it's just it's just mind blowing, and it really it's really punchy, and you know it, it it gets you in the flow of the songs. It's just really really nice, and I've always been a fan of of Dave Haley, you know, since a long long time. I know, yeah, right. You know, but... And Psychoptic, such a wow. Yeah, if you ever. If you ever hang out around them and have a few drinks, you know, those Tasmanians, it's like, <laughs> I, I can't understand a word they're saying once they start slipping into their own, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's with, great. With, with the accent. Yeah, with the accent. <laughs> and the accent gets thicker the more you, they drink, you know, so then, uh, then I don't even know what they're talking about. <laughs> no, great band, tight, tight band. Um, I love it. I love it. But uh, anyway, so I wanted to ask you about um, you know, the music scene um, in Lebanon and Beirut and Dubai. Sure, yeah. You know, metal kind of like everywhere, kind of like an underground thing in a lot of ways, I guess. But some countries, maybe it's a little bit uh, less prominent than other countries. I don't know anything about the music scene over there. Um, so I sure would like to hear a little bit about, uh, you know, sure. uh, what it's uh, all about. Well, uh, the music scene in general in Lebanon is quite uh, eclectic, so to speak, Sweet. because, um, you know, we basically love, we love going out to pubs and, uh, you know, most of the time. And there's a lot of pub bands that play, um, you know, uh, like ac- acoustic stuff. Right, right. Or, right. or you know, like um, how you say, uh, you know, stuff that's on the radio, like or, pop or uh, bu- just rock. like bu- pop or something, yeah, pop yeah. or rock, anything that's on the radio. But they take it, they do an acoustic version of it. You know, they do their own twists on it, and they play it in uh, pubs and restaurants. And there's a lot of there's a lot of like um, uh, two musician bands that. Uh, that are in pubs and restaurants most of the time. It's like either someone who sings and someone that's playing a guitar and they do that as a duo and there's a lot of a lot of that and it's really it's really cool to have that because uh you know once once for example one before the COVID and everything when things were normal, you know you know, everyone would like to go out and have a beer and listen to some nice music, you know. Right, sure. Uh, with, with some twist on it. Um, yeah. In a way. Yeah. Um, also, there's a lot. There's a lot of R and B. There's a lot of. There's a lot of jazz. Um, you know, it's it's really. Killer. It's not a niche. It's not a niche. Um, uh, you know, uh, scene kind of kind of. Uh, society it's very it's a society where uh, it's really diverse huh really it's diverse. really diverse and yeah. uh honest for me for example i would love to go to for example once every two three weeks and just go watch like a, a jazz band playing oh, yeah because it's it's just beautiful i'm with you 110 percent on that yeah yeah it, it just takes you somewhere else and you just enjoy the vibe you know and um, also, the metal scene over here in Lebanon is is quite uh, it's quite cool. It's quite nice. There's quite a few bands here. Uh, you know, there there are quite a lot of young bands. Uh, you know, pushing and and you know right. taking it. You know, trying to uh, they're passionate about it and and you know they want to get their message out there and they want to 
you know, we want to play gigs, we want to record, we want to do this, we want to do that. And there's quite a lot of that. And it's That's really good to hear, it's man. really cool. Really good it's to hear. Healthy. It's healthy. It's really healthy to, 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 to have this because, uh, you know, it, it shows that, uh, you know, the, 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 the people that are in the scene are not just, uh, you know, they're not lazy. They want, they're, uh, they're passionate about their music. So this is something that I like about the music scene here. And, and not, not only for metal, basically, in general, the music scene in general. So uh, this is quite nice. Um, as for, as for uh, you know, it, and it's really, I cannot compare it to any scene in the, in the Middle East because, uh, you know, it's, he, it's quite, it's quite different. It's hmm. quite different. And, um, I'm also a, a, a big fan of the music scene and, uh, in general, you know, the, the metal scene in general, because, uh, everyone is, it's such a friendly environment and it's such a brotherly and sisterly environment. You know, it's, uh, everyone's close to each other. There's no, there's no hate. There's no, uh, you know, it's like, family. I mean, for example, yeah. it's family, it's family. Uh, and this is what I just love about, about all that. That's awesome, man. Well, I definitely, that's not the first time I've, I've heard that, but, uh, um, about Lebanon, I can't wait to come visit and see it and hey, experience you're, you're it. You're most welcome. You're most welcome. The I'll, cuisine, the, the, the live music, the food, the food, the drinks. The food. The food, the food, man, the food. Maybe I'll visit. Maybe I'll visit in one of the, not in the middle of the summer. Maybe sometime in the when it gets a little bit cooler. Not like right now. <laughs> exactly. Right now it's just crazy. It's like thirty six degrees and the humidity is like over the roof. It's <laughs> oh, just, it's just crazy. Man. Well, yeah. I mean, pretty soon here it's going to be winter and everyone's going to be wishing it was summer. So. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, hey, I'm, I'm wishing it was winter. <laughs> I got you, buddy. I got you. Um, well, hey, dude, it's so it's so good to talk with you. Um, I definitely like to have same here. I definitely like to have you back. Maybe round up some of your some of your guys from from the bands. We can maybe do a multi Skype or Zoom chat. Sometime. That would be awesome. That would be amazing. Sure, um, that would be amazing. Um, so, can where can uh, where can everyone find you? You want to drop some. Uh, some of your links to your your socials. They find you on Facebook. Sure. Uh, yeah, sure. So, uh, so it's facebook.com uh, slash Bashir Bashir B A C H I R uh, R drum uh, drums. So, so you're on social media. You have Instagram. You have Facebook. Everyone. Yes. Look up Bashir. I'll put all the links in the show notes below. You can check out more um, of his bands. Uh, Actually, mo most most of the drumming videos I've, you know, mostly post them on Instagram. Okay. And I, I always try to make them uh, because Instagram has this one minute short video thing. So I just always try to put one minute, one minute, one minute. Trying, trying for now, at least for the past couple of months since. Uh, uh, the, the COVID started. I started just putting out drum videos, uh, jamming on the e kit just right here because sure. I don't have access. I don't have access to an acoustic. So, uh, yeah. All all I'm saying is most most of the videos are on Instagram. I'll, I'll uh, you know include all the links. Uh, you know, would be grateful if uh, any, anyone could check them out. Basically. Go do it. Everyone check out uh, uh, Bashir's links um, on his socials. Uh, go check out Nerve Cell. Um, go check out Inner Guilt. And uh, the last one we're going to close the show with, um, The Weeping Willow. You want to tell us just a little bit about this one before we uh, sure. cut out of here? Um, yeah. Um, the song is The Last Morn. And it was from uh, our last album, Impaled which was recorded uh, here in Beirut. And um, we actually the song talks about, it talks about a true story because, um, and, you know, 
the vocalist lives uh, he lives in an area and like a mountain area and it talks about his uh, one of his neighbors on the first floor uh, that actually shot his wife and his and his kid oh shit and uh, yeah it, it talks it's a it's a true story kind of kind of song uh, you know it, it just talks it talks about that basically and um, it has it has this uh, suffocation kind of uh, uh, feel to it it's just I'm I'm a big fan of the Mike Smith oh, um, yeah you know the, the hammer black oh yeah right that, yeah. Um, Mike Smith does because uh, hey I love Mike Smith he's, right he's right on one yeah. of my favorites uh, <laughs> it's just the suffo blast you the can't, suffo blast, you can't exactly. deny the suffo blast <laughs> can I got you can't deny the suffo blast <laughs> uh, so it has that you know it has that suffocation uh, kind of suffo blast to it and also like a cannibal corpse uh, you know 16s like right right uh the 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 cannibal feel for it so um and it's just uh you know i i hope you all like it and uh that's the weeping willow impale the last morn for you <laughs> well yeah I, also I, the the yeah sorry uh the albums are also available on all streaming uh you know on youtube on on uh apple itunes sweet it's uh, the album's still there so if you like it you know check it out guys go check out the weeping willow um last morn is the track we're going to close out the show with uh bashir thank you so much man for hanging out thank you eric letting us uh into your world over there and all this stuff that you've been going through we certainly all um wish you a speedy recovery uh, makes me happy to Thank see you for having to me. see your you playing drums already. Um, that's awesome, and uh, we'll we'll do it again. Okay, I I sure hope so. Thank you so much for having me, and uh, that was really uh, inspiring. The chat is inspiring and beautiful. Thank you, Eric.
Oh!